0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, I want to welcome you to another episode of We Create Music. I am your host, B. Vaughn, and today we have mega producer Charity Work With Us, producer for Jagged Edge, Big Crit, and Saha Prince. Charity, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Definitely a pleasure having you here. Thank you. So let's get into it. So if you wouldn't mind talk to us about how you got started in your musical career.
1: Huh. Well, okay, musical career or just started making music. So you here? can do that.
0: You can start there.
1: Um, well, okay, my dad will start way back. I'll try to make a long story short as as I possibly can. Take but my dad is a, a music junkie, I call him, um, uh, because he always collected records. And so I just have, it's funny, like when you hear certain songs, it brings mm-hmm. back certain memories. Every time I hear an old school song, especially Osley Brothers and Barkays oh, yeah. and Prince and Stevie what? Wonder, the yes. Ohio Players, yeah. so like the list, the list goes on. I always have a memory because my dad. Always had that pioneer stereo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> with
1: the, you know, the stereo with the tape player and the CD, mm-hmm. you know. and then at the top was the record player. He always had, you know, records playing. Mm. So um, just always hearing, being around great music, that was, a, it, I feel like it was instilled in me with that. Mm-hmm. And then um, in school, I always participated in something, whether it was band or. Uh, choir and dance and of course sports like i went from sports to being a dancer just to be close to the arrangements the band arrangements yeah so me and my friends used to watch band tapes and Mm. stuff of that nature uh southern all the hbcu Mm -hmm. shout out to Preview. view wow my old school so um yeah it started with that and then i wanted to do Band arrangements. So okay. it's so random that my homeboy, um, he plays snare drum. This is in high school now. Mm-hmm. And he had Fruity Loops out of nowhere. So he was like, Fruits. hey, I have I have a band arrangement software. We, thinking, we wasn't thinking production mm-hmm. at the time. And so he gave me Fruity Loops. And wow. that was my whole mindset to make band arrangements. But then as I started getting better and... You know, Mm -hmm. YouTubing and researching. That's when I was like, okay, I'm producing. Like, I want to make songs now. So, it went from there. And um, this was 2006. Mm -hmm. So, I went to school, went to Prairie View. And I started being around like-minded people. Like, my best friend, Shayla, we decided to start making beats together. Because it's like, you don't see many females doing that. And that's when we met. It's crazy. That's when we met Kirk O'Veim's uh DeRoe went to the school, went to Preview at the time I was wow. there. Um DJ Mr. Rogers and so it was that scene, the party boys. So it was during mm-hmm. that time when I don't know Dallas music, the scene was popping. Like wow. it was it was really growing. So we was around that. Then I graduated from college in 2010 and I was like okay I'm just gonna find me a job. I wasn't even thinking about music anymore mm-hmm. honestly. 'Cause I was so focused on trying to build a career right. and trying to get deep into that. And but it, it didn't work out that way. You know, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna try this music stuff one more time. <laughs> one more this will be like if, if it doesn't go through this mm-hmm. time, then it's not meant for me to do it. But I was like, Lord, give me a sign, like just show me something. If it's meant for me to do music, mm-hmm. then I need a sign, or if not, I'm just going to try to work in the oil field, because that's the thing in Texas. In Texas. Yeah, like, yep. it's oil, you're going to make your money, make yeah. $75,000, 100000 a year, mm-hmm. and be comfortable. And so, I entered the Space City Beat Battle in
0: 2014.
1: Okay. And I came in second place. Wow. so I felt like that was my sign, because I've never thought about doing a beat battle, ever. Mm-hmm. I used to go to them, but I never thought about competing. Mm. So, and I did it and came in second place, and I was like, "That must be my sign." That's the sign. Then I did it again, and then I came in second again. I think that's when I, that's when me and Nate Coop first met mm-hmm. at yep. a beat battle, and um, at Space City Beat Battle. He was coming from Austin, and I was like, "Who is this coming into?" You know, he was beating everybody. His stuff mm. was cold, like mm. he was killing it, and I was like, "Who is this?" Coming into my city, you know, by this time I'm confident <laughs> I came in second place last time. And um, so we battled and I came in second again. So the next battle, they was like, this will be the championship or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I went back home and did my homework and prepped. And shout out to Sis from Standard. I kind of skipped over that because I met Siz, I think, in between beat battles, uh-huh. Space City beat battle. 'Cause I think I did the I stand showcase too. Mm-hmm. And I think I came in second again. I was like, Dang. okay, what is this second place about? I'm very competitive. Very, very competitive. I've always been that way since I was um a kid. Mm-hmm. So um I went and did my homework, did my research. I was like, I have to beat Nate Coop. The crazy part, I wasn't even thinking about anybody else. I still had to go through <laughs> other people, you know, but I just right. felt like me it was gonna be me and Nate making it to the finals mm-hmm. again. And sure enough, we did. And I finally beat them. And I became the first female, you know, champion for Space City Beat Battle. Wow. And now, yeah, I'm still the champion because it's no longer... They don't do it anymore, so I'm still holding the belt.
0: Hey, there we go. Still got the belt. Still
1: have the belt. So it really just went from there. That was my sign Mm -hmm. from God, I think, and it helped me build my confidence up because my confidence wasn't. Mm. It really wasn't there. It was just like I was just making beats for fun and making doing freestyles to them by myself, like nobody. Yeah, it's just for fun, and then just sampling everything under the sun. Mm -hmm. You know, I was just. You know having fun with it it would be to the point where i'll be up i would be up to like six in the morning and my mom wow. would come in the room and be getting ready for work because this uh we had a guest room mm-hmm. and i would do my music in there and she would be so mad like so mad like what is this what are you doing you need to be doing this and it, i didn't pay for school for you to be doing this baby. you know. so but now she's like i'm so proud she's i'm so proud of you baby <laughs> I'm glad to
0: see you doing all the things you're doing so today. Wow, proud. Right.
1: She's, now she's my biggest supporter. So That's awesome. I'm, I'm super blessed. So that was my sign. So. Wow. Yeah.
0: See, she's super humble. Y'all don't really know <laughs> how dope she is. Trust man. Trust me. I've seen her in action. I've heard the things personally. Phenomenal. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. Phenomenal. Yes. Okay, so I do want to ask, mm-hmm. right? I was debating if I want to ask the question. So what happened between you and Coop? Because I know y'all y'all started a, a a production team together, right? And Y'all were doing some crazy stuff together. So if you don't mind me asking, no,
1: I don't mind what happened and, through
0: that process.
1: And this is just the part where growth comes in. Mm. Um, and that's still my brother to this to this day. That's mm-hmm. my little brother. But the thing was, like I said, after we battled each other in the Space City beat battle. That's when we moved on to our standard. Right. So, okay. our standard comes with a fee, you know. Oh, yeah, I know. It comes with a fee. So, you got to think about it. Nate just getting out of college. Mm-hmm. I just quit my job. And I was working with the state for three years. Mm-hmm.
0: And
1: so, it's like we're both starting from scratch again. Mm-hmm. And he's in a whole new city. So, it's like, okay. um, We want to be a part of Beast of the Beats. Because we were still, we still placed. And, you know, of course, we get the invite mm-hmm. to Beast of the Beast. And we thought about it. It was like, that's kind of expensive. I was like, I'm not going to be able to go this time. Because I went in 2014 mm-hmm. as well. I went to Beast of the Beast in New York. Oh, and I did terrible. I didn't make it to the second round. What? Like, yeah, it was. It, I don't want to talk about it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but um, so, Sis, it was me Nate, and Sis. Uh, we just had the idea, like, you know what? I'ma just ask like sis, would it be cheaper like if me and somebody maybe Nate, if me and Nate team up, would it be would the price be split in half? He was like, yeah. I was like cool, we'll yeah, like group. <laughs> so we <laughs> cool, <laughs> both. <laughs> so and that's how it came about. It mm-hmm. wasn't nothing like. And then of course we we both was like you know. We're both mm-hmm. dope, so we don't. We yeah. didn't mind, but we really wanted to be a part of Beast of the Beats, okay. and he's never, and he haven't been a part of it. So I was like, we have to do it. I'm mm-hmm. telling you, you're gonna. It's really all about networking. Oh yeah, like we weren't. We wasn't thinking about winning at all. Like it's crazy. We just wanted to make dope stuff. Our whole thing was making to the last round, so people could hear it. It mm-hmm. wasn't about being first. It was like we really want. We got to make it to this third round, this final round, because we made some dope stuff together, and we hope we can just get it to that where the judges can hear mm-hmm. it, and you know, so we end up winning. Not I don't know how to make a long story short. <laughs> <laughs> we end up winning, and it was it was a really dope feeling. So after mm-hmm. that, we was like, you know, what? Maybe we should continue with the we should do coop and charity. You know, at the time it was Nate and charity, and mm-hmm. then that's when you know I stand to really really supported us and helped us, you know, grow as a group. Mm-hmm. But um that's when we ended up moving here together to Atlanta. Right. And, you know, I don't know. We um we got here and then I don't know, it's just growth. It's just growth. Mm-hmm. Like our visions were totally different. Sometimes okay. they'll be the same, but sometimes it'd be a little different because Nate is um he's so talented and so creative. And I'm the type, I'm like, okay, we have to figure out a plan first, then do it. And they was like, no.
0: Let's just do it.
1: Yeah. So it, it works, but then sometimes right. it doesn't. But it ended up working out in both of our favors because he has a really dope artist who killed Kenny. That's mm. his name. Um, and who they're doing their thing. Yes, he soft, ended up That's a jumping. soft yeah, like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cause it was Kenny G Kenny G, but he had to okay. change it. You uh, yeah, know? you gotta so, change
0: that. You can't use yeah, Kenny G. Yeah,
1: like we already had a legendary oh, yeah. Kenny G. Not saying the new Kenny won't be legendary, but, you know, we have ones and we have one on the rise, so he had to change it to Who Killed Kenny. So, Nate was like, you know what? I really want to break an artist. That's Mm. my thing. And I was like, cool. So, he moved to LA with his artist and I was like, I'm going to stay here in Atlanta and try to figure it out. And then that's how me and Mark end up, like, really collabing more and more mm. together because even while Nate was here that's how me and him got the placement on sci yeah. it was through mark because yep. mark and it's crazy mark judged the beat battle that we won <laughs> so it's just it all ties in all ties it in. all ties in together that's so right. that's yeah so that's how that happened so it's like it was like a break it wasn't really like a breakup like mm-hmm. i hate you you know I hate like, you. <laughs> you thing, it right. was more so like i said growth. like mm-hmm. his vision was one thing and mine was another it was just like no i want to continue to build my legacy but i guess in my own way mm-hmm. I, I like the i like collabing i like being the group i want to do that okay. and then i feel like if it's work for us in la then we can go to la All right but Nate is he's great he knows he knew exactly what he wanted to do so I applaud him because it's like now I'm just getting to that step that he's Mm. at that he's been on so So, yeah
0: nice so so she mentioned Mark right so Mark Bird who we've had on the show already make sure you go check out the interview is the co-founder along with Charity of God Level so talk about God Level what is it what do you do just give us some some background about God level.
1: God level is really a it's a state of mind. Um, gods don't live like slaves, mm-hmm. and that's that's the whole thing with God level. You can't you can't be boxed in. You can't be boxed in mentally. Like it's so easy easy for us as human beings to get caught into a trap of mm-hmm. how we thinking, like uh, being comfortable. Right. You know, sometimes I feel like we don't think we deserve more mm. when we really do, When especially as Black people, I hate yeah. to throw you nah, know, you, all the race, right. but you yeah. know, I think you have to wake up every day knowing that you are great, like you are beautiful, you are mm-hmm. who you are, and if, there's no other you. You're right. unique, and you're great, and you are God at the end mm. of the day. And I remember people throwing stones at Kanye for saying it, but it's in the Bible, like we are God. So you mm-hmm. have to treat yourself as such. So it's all a state of mind, you know. I have my idols and people I look up to, but at the end of the day, I feel like I deserve a seat at the table with mm-hmm. them, you know, just as much as anybody else. Right. I feel like you have to think big. So that's really just God level. It's big. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a state of mind.
0: State of mind. Yeah. Yeah, when Mark was here, he talked about the same thing as far as the dogs don't live like the slaves.
1: Yeah, cause the old man—you can't have the slave mm-hmm. mentality. But it's so easy. It's, it's so super easy. easy. Oh yeah, especially for us. It's it's it's
0: super easy. easy. Yeah. You know, with so much going on from a cultural perspective, it is easy to kind of be downtrodden with all the things that happen, from uh, whether it's police brutality or whether it is um, racism, whether it is whatever it may be. It, it's it's easy for us to just grow up in a society thinking, well, man, we're not even worth it,
1: yep. you know,
0: because we see other people don't value what we may be able to bring to the table, even just something simple like the color of another person's skin mm-hmm. can be um, used as a, a mechanism to beat people down, right? And so uh, you wake up, gotta think, you know what? I deserve it. This is my time. I am beautiful. I am worthy. And just being able to have that as a mentality, people need that on a day-to-day, yes. day-to-day basis.
1: Yep. yep. And God level was the reminder. Every time I put it on, it's just it's like, okay, mm. this is my cape, you know? Mm. <laughs> this is my cape. This is what makes me feel like I'm going to have a great day. I'm going to be just great overall, period, mm. in my life. And I want that for everybody else, so... I can't wait till we start selling it because i don't know, know everybody's to get ask a god, level, you.
0: god level shirt
1: <laughs> it's just, when you've been through so much especially you know mark myself and you know our family it's mm-hmm. just it's so much so that's why we chose god level mm. and mark really he started he's always i mean you talk to him he mm-hmm. always speaks so well and he has this um this great mind so that helped me as well, you know, that mm-hmm. he's my production partner because it's more to it than just music. It's, right. it's like mental building, like which is mm. still sharp and still, but with music and just self-esteem right. and, you know, who we are as people.
0: Yeah, because I don't think sometimes we even think about that. I For a lot of people in music, they just think about, oh, I'm a producer, I'm an artist, singer, whatever it may be. But there's a whole nother life that lives behind the curtain of music that people don't get a chance to see. Mm -hmm. You started off saying that doing beat battles built built up your own confidence, right? And so, but a lot of times people don't show that. A lot of times people struggle with confidence issues or fear or uh, just even sometimes even mental issues that Mm -hmm. may come up. But we don't really think about it because all we see is that, oh man, they're dope. They won the competition. You know, their life is gravy. Yep. Sometimes it may or may not be.
1: No. Not at all. You, there's so much that go on behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. and You have to, you know, like being a musician or artist, producer, you know, that's not where it stops. Mm-hmm. You have to take time to take care of yourself physically, mentally, spiritually. That's right. And the whole time I was doing the beat battles with Nate, Nate was going through some... Like some really, really deep stuff, Mm. but he pulled through and music helped him go through it. So, that's Mm another thing with music and what it does for people in general. You know, it's a universal language, but it actually heals as well, right? Which is why Mary J. Blige, My Life album, Ah, that's my favorite album.
0: Ah, My favorite Mary J. Blige album. I love
1: Mary. People used to throw stones at her. And you know, always picking at her flaws, but I loved her so much because Man. she pushed through. Talk about perseverance. <laughs> like, I, I really, it's, it's more to it than music for me with her. Yeah. Like, she's a strong woman, like a definition of a strong woman yes. to me. Yes. No, no, still, I agree. You know, she still go through things. Mm-hmm. She, she's human. You know, we all are. But yeah, just how we choose to deal with it is mm-hmm. different in music. It,
0: mm-hmm. That's
1: That's our therapy
0: yeah oh man see i'm just you don't really understand this made me happy that somebody agrees <laughs> with me that mary jane realizes my life album to me is her best album man, what that she's ever done oh yes. man because she she put out everything in that album
1: she poured and, all um, of her everything into that album
0: can't but live without see i'm gonna talk going through the songs like, oh, yeah, we I, go mm, I gotta make song. sure we stay interview focused because <laughs>
1: That album, is, <laughs> that album wow. is that's that's my yeah. top. Yeah, and that's where okay, and that trickles down for me. Why I love Diddy so much, mm. and he pulls so much out of people.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's it's great, but the production, Hitman. That's what made me fall in love with the Hitman. It's just something about the drum breaks with the chords they over the breaks me. and Mary hands down Mary they Faith Evans. It, yeah. I'm sorry, like. That era alone is just hands yes.
0: hands down my favorite. Yes. So Mary, I mean, if you ever get a chance to watch this interview, know please know that my life was your be- oh my gosh yes I have no idea like that's that's one of my favorite albums. Oh yeah, to to this day still in rotation. Life. Still in rotation. Okay, so let's <laughs> thank you, Mary, for that. Uh, love you. you. Appreciate that. So let's talk about personal sacrifices. Being in this in this music industry comes with this challenges and sacrifices. So, what were the, some of the ones that you personally made yourself, and what are some of the key lessons you learned from those?
1: Ooh, sacrifices! Mm. I'm sacrificing right now. I'm missing one of my really good friends' wedding in Jamaica. Mm. Just sacrificing, you know, chasing a dream or kind of living it. I don't want to say chasing. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm living it. You know, I, it's a blessing but um I sacrificed my job like I said I was a parole officer for three years when I graduated from Prairie View okay I worked security for a a little bit and then um I worked parole for three years so I was living a pretty you know Mm -hmm. stable I was on the and Mm -hmm. I was the youngest one at the office that's what's crazy I was the youngest at that office so I had it going pretty cool you know but I wasn't all the way happy. I wasn't satisfied. Mm. It was something still missing. I, I hated waking up, going to a job that I was just like, mm, "This is cool," but it's not. It's not what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Like it's not really. I'd rather be making beats or traveling or doing mm-hmm. something cool. So I quit. So I sacrificed that with no plan. Wow. <laughs> no plan. So you know, like again, thank God for my support system, my parents. Right. You know, cause they they were my safety net,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and everybody don't have that. Mm-hmm. So i was sacrificing that, sacrificing, um, just doing stuff, fun stuff with my friends. Of uh, are missing out on a lot, wow. just missing out on a lot, like relationships. Mm-hmm. I always used to say, I'm not gonna be in a relationship. I'm trying to focus on this music. <laughs> like I don't have time, but you know that has changed. But that was a sacrifice, mm-hmm. um, money and oh, 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 man! Yeah, it's so much. Like it, it is. A I lot. get emotional because you, you you think about so much, mm-hmm. especially with having a degree. It's mm-hmm. like it's I make it's a choice.
0: Hmm, it is a choice. It's
1: definitely a choice. Oh yeah. So it's and being a woman, I feel like it's a little bit more pressure too because people see me like, oh, you still not this yet? Are you still not? You know what I mean? No kids. You mm. know what I'm doing? But, you know, congratulations on the music. And, you know, mm-hmm. so that kind of messed with you a little bit. Like, dang, you know. But, well, that's a time you know, and
0: season for everything. Right? It is. It so, is.
1: But it's just a sacrifice. It's like, no, I mean, right now I'm really focused on my career. And this is what I want to do. This is what I chose to do. Right.
0: And so you have to be comfortable with that also. Because people are very judgmental. And they'll very. come and say... Oh, well, you should be doing this or you should be doing that. And it's like, you know what? I'm at a pace in my life where I'm good with where I am. I know exactly the trajectory that I'm on, and this is yep. this is my plan. This is my path. Yep. And as an individual, and this is for anybody, you have to be comfortable to go, cool. I'm good with right now. Mhm. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah, it took me a while to get there. Mm. Like, and it's still like, when I say I have to wake up every morning and, like, this is really my case, I really have to remind myself I'm still a human, you know. Like, the placements are, that's great. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it's just like, I want so much more. And wow. sometimes I get knocked off track by the mentality. Like, just the struggle, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh, but I don't have to stay there. But the struggle mm-hmm. main, mainly mentally. <laughs> I'm fighting mentally. myself right. every day. That's the struggle for me. Yeah. So, I'm still going through it. You know, I've gotten mm-hmm. better. I'm still growing. But that's why I'm happy that you have shows like this. So, where we can talk about it. And people yeah. can see behind, you that's know, right. peel back the layers and mm-hmm. see what all goes into it. Because we can post all our great things on Instagram mm-hmm. all day. But inside, it's just like, ah. Oh, yeah.
0: In, and in reality, that's what people see. They see yeah. the accolades and the posts and the things on social media. And they go, that person must have it all together. Yeah. But then sometimes you look back and you go, oh, man, you, you don't. Like one of the, the biggest tragedies, and it it, it really impacted me pers- for some reason. It impacted me on a very personal level was when Robin Williams committed suicide. Hmm. Like on a very personal. And I have never met Robin Williams. I've probably watched all of his movies. Mm-hmm. And I never, I didn't know him, but when I heard that, it, I mean, it literally hit me like a, like a ton of bricks, like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: wow. Cause this was a guy who made people laugh for a living yep. and for him to be going through the things that he was going through and then for it to result in what it resulted in was like the biggest shocker yeah. to me. Like, Wow. And so, you know, I, I I tell people, you know, even my kids, I tell them like money, money is, and fame, and that life is only, a part of of life. There's a whole lot of things that go on oh, yeah. that people have to deal with on a day to oh,
1: yeah. day, day to
0: day basis. Yep. Yeah, that I mean, wow, that really hit me like that.
1: That's crazy.
0: Tunnel of bricks. Wow. Life.
1: Yeah, Robin, because I mean, it's the same. We have made connections with these people, like mm-hmm. Nipsey. I haven't, I didn't meet, never met right. Nipsey. I just got into why well, did not just get into Victory Lap when it dropped that's when mm-hmm. I started getting I'm like okay Nipsey yeah, that was this album was it like. was in heavy rotation yep. after it dropped and then boom that happened it's just like ah, that hurt mm-hmm. that hurt um, and it I don't you just never know like Donny Hathaway mm-hmm. he was going through so much but he was so talented People going to the sure. show Donny this Donny that Marvin Gaye
0: Mar- Marvin Gaye
1: Marvin Gaye is yeah. like a great example you know so it's just so much that goes into mm-hmm. music, and I don't know who said it, but I think when you get a deal or when you sign publishing, whatever, I think it should come with a therapist, a counselor. Yeah, who, who said Who that? said
0: that? Was I talking to somebody and they said that, or did I hear it? Some I
1: don't I think know. I, think I heard but it, but I think that's a I great think I heard idea. It. I,
0: and I think it was on like a YouTube interview that somebody said it, and I don't remember who it was. But they did say that it should come when you sign with a publishing company, a record label, it should come with a therapist.
1: It should. Yeah. I think everybody needs a therapist, especially (laughs) in the black community. You know, they go to church, pray to the Lord. But you have to be able to talk about it. That's right. So
0: got to talk about it. Yeah. So being a female in this music industry, which is probably male dominated for the most part. Mm -hmm. So what were some of the things that? you have kind of, um, I don't want to say dealt with, but how did you handle that? Kind of being a female producer in a male-dominated industry?
1: You just have to have tunnel vision. You have mm. to stay focused. Um, for a while, Like I i would say female producer, but now I'm starting to like, I'm just a producer.
0: Okay, great, yes.
1: <laughs> you know, because it's the same thing. It's just That's like right. how... You just have to go with people. Hit, you just have to make sure when you press play that it's mm-hmm. dope. You have to do everything else everybody else have mm-hmm. to do to be dope. And I'm not talking about like microwave, just made it overnight. That No, I'm talking about really putting in the work, really studying. Mm-hmm. And then know when you hit play that you're dope. And that was my main thing. People would be like, "Oh, female! I gotta hear this! Oh yeah, I got right. You like know, it's... it was like trying to. I don't. I don't know the word for it. But it was like testing me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, I'm like, okay, whatever. You know, because when I I grew up, I was a tomboy. I was like, I was a glamorous tomboy because you know, I still like nice, cute things, mm-hmm. but I love sneakers, or whatever. But growing up, I would make sure my jump shot was on point mm. playing because I would play with all the boys in the neighborhood. Mm. There's only boys on my street. So, it's the same thing in this music industry. If I practice and stay focused and keep my tunnel vision when I hear play, oh, it's quiet. It's like, okay. It's
0: gonna... wow.
1: She know. She yeah. she she know. Okay. And it's, that's why I like Rhapsody. Mm. Rhapsody can rap so it. many male artists. So many so i I take that same formula Mm -hmm. she knows she dope, but she did her research she she's engulfed in hip hop. she Mm -hmm. you can just you can feel it so when i hit play it's just like okay i know i'm dope i'm not worried about anything else
0: yeah and i don't think that stigma should even exist where we have to categorize people to say oh you're a female producer you're Mm -hmm. a producer right i mean we don't say oh you're a male producer
1: yeah right Get up for this male producer? Right. <laughs> like no. Uh... Yeah, we
0: don't categorize and say, you know, that I am a a male producer. So it's sad that that stigma even even exists like that. And so just having that as a stigma is, I think, one is unfair for people to kind of just box individuals in by labels. So I don't really see people as as being. I'm a female producer or female engineer. You are exactly what you are regardless of, of, of gender. Right.
1: Right. And, and it's crazy because it happens. Things do happen. I have dealt with one situation where, um, I won't say the producer name, but it was a super producer and had a session with him and me. And that's, this one, me and Nate was still a mm-hmm. uh, group, but, um, Went in there, played some stuff, and they was like, wow. And they was like, honestly, we had a bet going that when you hit play, that your stuff was going to be trash, because mm-hmm. we never seen no good female producers. I'm like, <laughs> you know, okay. But there are dope female yeah. producers. Like, Tasha Torres, killing it. Like, yep. she's inspiration for me as well. Miss Madley, you know, Wonder Girl, mm-hmm. uh, Track Girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, and there's so many more that I can keep naming, but at the end of the day, it's just like, I don't think other female or young girls should be afraid to Mm-mm. take production on as, as something that they want to do. They shouldn't think like, oh, that's just.
0: That's oh, what that's what good. men do. Men Yeah, produce.
1: like it's not lady like No, right. I have some nails on, full nails on and hitting the pads. <laughs> you know, same as Tasha Couture. Right. You know, make sure you're cute or whatever. But Aside from that, it's just if that's what you love and that's what you want to do, go for it. Mm -hmm. Like we're in that time now; it's like we can do anything. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, we have the resources, and just do it.
0: Yeah, yeah. So that's perfect. That's perfect. Just, just do it. No one should be labeled or categorized as something. It is open and free to everybody to just go in and do it, as long as you're dope. As long as you're dope. Long no as you're a dope. What you doing, whether
1: it's music what or doing. whatever, just, that's right. Just
0: doing So how did it feel when you finally got that first placement?
1: Okay, the first placement, well, major placement. Major placement. Okay. First major placement was the side placement. And it was a really, really good feeling, but mm. it was more so like a okay, mm. I can breathe now. Because so much goes into uh, getting a placement, it's mm. not just you make the beat, you send it, they like it, they record to it, it's out of here hey. on an album. But well, that's what most Money. people think.
0: That's how I believe, <laughs> I literally believe that's how most people think. I make the beat, I send it out to the artist, they record it, it goes number one, I'm out of here.
1: I mean, maybe for some, but I mean, it still have to go mm. through stages. And when you working with somebody. That's been under Kanye for so long, mm-hmm. or Saha, it goes through stages. He's a perfectionist. He's so mm-hmm. good at what he does. Like he lyrically, he's top. Like, I don't know. But um it goes it go through stages. So producing for somebody of that caliber, mm-hmm. and people might not think, you know, it's like oh it's just Saha. Like, no, Saha is is a brilliant mm-hmm. his pen game is crazy. So it's just as good as his like his pen game is. And he's been under gay all these years. He's thinking like, okay, I like this, but I want this over here. Come do this. Mm-hmm. Or you come do this. So it was a high chance of like, damn, is our part going to make it? It's just like watching a mad scientist <laughs> like, oh, oh, oh. Okay, our part's still there. Our part's still there. Oh, wait, no, no. He took it out. Ah! Mm. or oh, the sample. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. The whole sample clearance thing. That was a... Another thing to hold our breath on. Wow. That's a whole other story in itself. So it's it stages. It's a process. So once that happened, it's like, okay, now it has to go through Sony. And they have to, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, all right, this song made it, this song made it, this song made it. Like, okay. Okay, now paperwork. It's like, all right. Okay. And then, wow. but even after all of that, it was still a high chance that our song wasn't going to make it because the sample clearance. Mm. like. I don't remember exactly what the um percentage or everything was, but it was it was a headache. Wow. So it was at the uh, literally a week before the album dropped. That's when it was like, All right, y'all song gonna make it. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the experience. But it sharpened me up so much mm. though. Like it sharpened me up. It was like, Okay, now I see how this really goes, mm-hmm. you know. So collabing might as well get used to that. Cause if somebody else wants somebody else to touch it, they're gonna touch it. Wow. Like and it's on the artist. It's like, okay, this dope, but it could be doper. But that's from being that's being under Kanye. Kanye's mm-hmm. a genius when it comes to mm-hmm. that. that. So is. yes, Sahai is the exact same way now. So he's like, that's cool, but just hold on. Cause I think this person can do this. I think this person can do that. And it can sound crazier. Mm. And sometimes it can be like, okay, this got a little crazy. We might not need your part, but thank you for the ideas.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <You know>? Wow.
1: <laughs> it could go like that, but look, like, thank God it didn't. So it was a really good feeling. It was like a feeling of like, I accomplished. I finally did it. Mm-hmm. I did it. I can, I can be happy. And that's when I finally start saying, oh, I'm a producer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a beat making anymore. <laughs> I produce now. Mm. I produce because it went through so many stages, and I, I took notes. I'm like, okay, it's more to just making beats. it's bigger than that. Mm-hmm. You have to really like Mark did a great job of making sure everything was finalized, and he saw everything from beginning to the so, end. Yeah. Oh yeah, and that's a producer, and that's when I was like, okay, this is this is dope for my wow. first place when I saw so much I learned so much it was the best feeling
0: mm. that's what's up yeah. <laughs> so what's next for you
1: what's next um well we have an artist now uh Dante Higgins um mm-hmm. uh, that's like my brother even before I moved to Atlanta before I start well right after I did the beat battle I and mean, won he was there but he was popping in um Houston, like okay. Houston has a, an amazing scene. Oh, I know. I, I have an
0: artist who's... that I work with in Houston. Really? Yeah.
1: Who's the artist? Her name is Ashton. Okay, I wish I knew. Yep. But I, I mean, dope singer. Yes. Yep. It's the scene there is so live, but mm-hmm. we just don't have the outlets. That's the that's all. I feel ah, like we're missing. Yeah. yeah, like you know. Of course, we have Megan the Stallion now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Maxo Cream, mm-hmm. and of course, Trav. Trav is like he's. He's out of here. He's out there. <laughs> he's out of here. And um, we're working with Dante. Dante, he's he's amazing. So I've been pouring a lot into him because I do want to build an artist mm-hmm. and break an artist as well. But other than that, it's just really building legacy. And that's where God level stands to. It's a production team. And mm-hmm. hopefully that goes into a record label and I can get my diddy on and <laughs> <laughs> Barry <That's right>. Gordy <laughs> the female Barry Gordy so yeah that's or it could just a,
0: be it could
1: just be charity just, be, just, be, charity. just right. be charity work Charity bond, whatever you want right. to call me so yeah that's what's next and really just keeping my head down and working and mm. staying true to who I am as a producer and as a person and okay. just keep growing
0: wow that's dope so what advice would you have for any anyone wanting to get into this music industry.
1: Um just be you. <laughs> be you. There's only one you. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody else is taking. Um and just have fun. That's that's another thing we lose. We lose ourselves in the music and the whole chasing the placement and all that. That it'll come, you know. Um just have fun and network. Don't be afraid to go outside. And it's me saying this. I know <laughs> I need to start going outside more. <laughs> I like, I'm a homebody, mm-hmm. but not networking. Your network is really your network. Like it's hands down relationship, hands down. Relationship, relationship, relationships. Don't burn bridges. Just Don't stay away. Burn. Stay away from the matches. Even <laughs> you can't be too emotional. Like you can't take anything personal in this industry. Mm-hmm. So just be dope as you possibly can the resources are there youtube university just it's always room for improvement so just think about that like and get you an artist mm-hmm. you want to get into this industry get you an artist start your own way
0: mm-hmm.
1: start your own way find an
0: artist work with that artist break that artist sound like, a, sound like a horse sound like what you do with horses yeah you find a horse you break the horse but that's not that's not <laughs> I mean, maybe that's the wrong analogy even used. But that's kinda of what you do with horses, right? Artists but artists aren't horses. So sorry artists. I, I know you're not, I've been saying this.
1: <laughs> <I'm>
0: just, just, <laughs> but no, but I mean Zay says that a lot also. Is is for him I know that's how he got his start with Gucci man. They kinda built that relationship together and now look where Yes. It's taking both of them. Yes, so.
1: and you can showcase who you are if you find an artist that trusts you. Oh yeah, well, it's over. You can really be who you are, mm-hmm. and you can show that through your production and through your artists mm-hmm. Like your artist will showcase your production, vice versa. Mm-hmm. Like I'm trying to think who I. It's I'm pretty. It's several artists I don't want to hear without a certain producer. It's like no, I don't.
0: So like I don't want to hear Missy
1: without Timber. Without Timber. And we heard how it was when we heard Genuine without, Timberland. without Timberland. It Without like I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. Genuine? Yeah, <laughs> genuine. so. Genuine. <laughs> we don't want to hear Genuine. Without
0: Timbaland. No. I definitely don't want to hear Missy without Timbaland.
1: No. And it's, yeah. yeah. So create your own wave. Mm-hmm. It, it's so possible now. It's mm-hmm. so possible. But like I said, relationships. Get out and network. Get out the house
0: yeah you, you, know, gotta, like, you gotta do, do beat,
1: beat, beat, beat battles man people sleep on beat battles. i ain't no beat no no i gotta do
0: beat when i kept
1: getting judged and i was taking the critiques and mm. i would go home that was my homework mm-hmm. and i that's how i was able to network and sit next to a focus or meet dr dre mm-hmm. or you know meet all these bink mm-hmm. yeah
0: bink the humble monster
1: the hum- straight
0: out of humble. va yep.
1: 757
0: we represent sorry
1: Oh no! Well, it's something in the water. <laughs> I need to go to VA and spend the yes, night.
0: Yes, because man, there's a lot of talent out in, out in Virginia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any last words for our audience before we before we wrap up?
1: Mm, well, like I said, just be you, be true, <laughs> no, and follow me. Uh, my name is—I changed it to Charity Work because Charity Vaughn was getting a little bit mm-hmm. too difficult. Everybody was butchering my real middle name, but no. Um, Yeah, just follow me and stay tuned for what I have coming up. That's
0: right. So where can they find you on social media?
1: Um, At It's Charity Work. That's really on everything now. I'm trying to make sure it's across the board.
0: Yeah, for that branding. That's right.
1: Yep. And God Level Official. Look out for that. Shout out to my people. From across the pond, lawless, black veil, fuego.
0: And see, y'all don't know what across the pond means, <laughs> but you' are gonna learn this across the pond. So, across the pond is these dudes that's over in France, and um, yeah, I don't even know what to, how to describe yeah. fuego and black veil and law. Oh, man, oh yeah, ah, oh, wow. Oh yeah, you gonna
1: wow. you gonna hear? It. We got an EP coming out with an artist, wow. Matt. So okay,
0: so are you part of the? Um, What's the name of this? Oh, bounce thing? game. Yes. No, bounce oh, okay. game is
1: a separate thing. Okay, bounce game. We yeah. just borrowed some members. Oh, okay. you know. Yeah. You know, we just borrowed, but everybody. The whole thing is just, as long as everybody winning. We all one big That's family. Right. Like we all under the same umbrella. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, God level. We have some really dope stuff coming up. So I'm excited. That's what's up.
0: Good. <laughs> Charity it has been a pleasure having you on the show today. Thank you. Really appreciate you stopping by. Thank
1: you. Thank so you. Much.
0: And ladies and gentlemen, you can catch us every Saturday Eastern Standard Time at 10 a.m. on WeCreateMusic.TV for all exclusive interviews with artists. You can learn about music production tips and just industry type type of things. So make sure you tune in. All right. Once again, Charity, thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, we are out.